I don't know what I hate wearing worse. Your face or your body? I mean, I enjoy boning your wife, but uh, well, let's face it, we both like it better the other way, yes? So why don't we just trade back? You can't give back what you've taken from me. Oh well, plan B. Let's just kill each other. We interrupt this program to bring you... Nick Okay! All right, everybody. My name is Kevin. And I'm John. And I'm Adam. And I'm Julie. And we are The Real Movie Guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Review, the series where we review and discuss all your favorite movies. And, Mr. Referee, ring that bell and lock the door. It's time for The Real Cage Match. Real Cage Match is a special review series where your real movie guys review 12 films from legendary actor Nicolas Cage and have them go head-to-head in a tournament-style battle to determine which one truly is the cagiest of them all. And on today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at Face Off. To foil a terroristic plot, an FBI agent undergoes facial transplant surgery to assume the identity of criminal mastermind murdered his only son, but the criminal wakes up prematurely and seeks revenge. Wow, that is a phrase of an, and a half to have to say. And maybe that does best summarize Face Off in general. Uh, Face Off is a product of the late 90s. It sure as hell is. Uh, director John Woo, who I don't know if a lot of you guys are familiar with. I know some of you guys at home probably are. John Woo had an interesting run in the 90s when it came to movies. Uh, he's definitely known for his martial arts action. If you've seen anything like Hard Boiled, uh, there's a video game too, Stranglehold. I don't know if anyone remembers that video game. Uh, he did um, a Mission Impossible 2. Uh, he, he had quite a few movies at that time, and he was definitely one of the one, like one of the must-get directors of the time because he liked to incorporate a lot of like that kung fu. Uh, I want to say I want to say gun fu, but that's more of like a John Wick kind of thing that's become more recent. But he kind of like stylized that whole action, jumping through a window or flying through the air and shooting guns and stuff like that. That that was his whole thing. You know, he was a very action-oriented director. That all being said, Nicolas Cage is a crazy man, and there was only one other actor that could maybe make this plot work with him, and that was John Travolta, who I think is just as equally as crazy as Nicolas Cage to some extent. And face off, as much as I really do want to say I love this movie, uh, time hasn't really treated it that well. And you know what? I kind of wanted face off to be over sooner rather than later. Uh, I didn't really have as good of a time as I really wanted to with this, which, I, again, I hate to say. Adam. How about you? What did you think of Face Off? <laughs> uh, Face Off was... It was good. Uh, <laughs> it was all right. I, I, It was not what I expected. That plot is very interesting. Um, interesting is a good word. <laughs> yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, and it did get a little cheesy at times, uh, especially with like the slow motion, every other yeah. reveal or explosion or something like that. But beyond that, it was all right. It's weird. I feel like I always get so torn when I watch Face Off because I've seen it quite a few times. And there's times when I really love this movie and there's times where I really don't like this movie. And I don't know what it is necessarily, if it's the directing, if it's just the, the, the plot. Maybe it is the plot for me because I think the plot just is so insane to the point where someone went face 
face uh, transplant surgery mm-hmm. in order to break into a facility to fake dis- disarm a bomb and it doesn't even go that way this movie's just all over the place with its plotting and i don't know if any of it necessarily aged that well because again watching it now i don't know man i just it really didn't do much for me but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit uh john how about you is this your first time seeing face off i think so i don't remember seeing it ever before but this movie was like i guess i'd say okay for me i felt like it was very long yeah kind of drawn out a little bit yeah but also i couldn't i always feel like um john travolta is just an actor i've never really understood and he's always just had those few roles that like you know him for and you can't take him out of those roles i feel like so this was one of those roles that i was like not used to seeing him as yeah, so it's weird for me. It's interesting because this movie, it, it took two really good actors because at this point, Nicolas Cage was pretty established in his career. And so was John Travolta, you know, just as many things such as Grease and stuff like that as far as his career. So they're, they're both well-known actors at this point. And maybe there is something special here with the whole idea that Nicolas Cage has to play John Travolta and John Travolta has to play Nicolas Cage. And, you know, regardless of what I say about the plot, which, again, I do think the plot's pretty bad in this movie, the performances alone make this interesting. And they actually both do a spectacular job playing each other uh, to the point where I can kind of see, like, maybe the other wearing the other skin at some point. Uh, You can tell that they definitely dedicated a lot of time to studying one another uh, to become, you know, to to get more comfortable in their roles. Uh, And I think that's kind of what makes Face Off kind of stand the test of time in that regard. So it's not so much as the other stuff that's in this movie. All right, Julie, what did you think of this one? It was fine. Um, it's just one of those things like where you really do have to just remind yourself it's a movie. Because you're like, why on earth would they go to these extremes to for this plot, you know? Right. Um, the length was definitely an issue. Um, there was numerous times where I thought, I'm like, okay, we're going we're gonna to start wrapping it up now. And then it keeps going. Especially like that final um, boat chase scene, which is like, that have to be in there why couldn't they just ended it at the church and be done right and i think there's, um, yeah there's a lot of like that like stop and go points in this movie yes uh, yeah. the performances were fun i wouldn't say they were great they were entertaining um yeah nick cage there was a lot of time especially in the beginning like i just have no words i have no words for what's happening and what he's doing on the screen right no, I, I, I kind of get that. Uh, Nick Cage gives one of his cagiest performances in this movie, which ironically really is only in the beginning of this movie. Uh, I, for some reason, I remember him being a little bit crazier in this film, but it kind of didn't come across that way. I guess because guess he has to play John Travolta throughout the rest of the movie. So he kind of has to play like a more straight laced kind of character. So unfortunately, John Travolta had got all the crazier kind of action scenes and more memorable scenes. But Nick Cage makes it known he's insane at the beginning of this movie. And we'll talk about that when we get to the real cagiest moment. But what I think that face off does well, which I don't see a lot of people talk about. And I want to see what you guys thought about this is I feel like this is the movie that happens after the end of another action movie. Did anybody else kind of get that vibe? Because like the way it starts off is Nicholas Cage's, or excuse me, John Travolta's son is murdered by Nicholas Cage. And it's a really awkward shot and, it, it was just it was very just very weirdly shot. I, I don't know. That that's probably has to do with uh, John Woo being the director. Uh, but what happens is he gets shot, and then the movie kind of cuts, and then it starts up again where they're arresting Nicolas Cage, and it seems like the movie should be kind of over at that point. Did anybody else get that feeling? Like I feel like we we watched the end of the movie at the beginning. 
well, there's so much action throughout, like, cause like you said, it opens with that. And then it immediately jumps to years later. We're like, Oh, we're tracking him down. We're going to get him. Blah, blah, blah. And there's a, another car chase slash plane chase. And, you know, they do capture him. And then, like you said, that feels like, I guess that's kind of interesting now. Like it feels like that's the conclusion of their story, but really it's just the beginning. Right. And I, I think that's kind of interesting. What did you think of that, Adam, as far as the way they decide to start the movie that way? I don't know. It was, uh, I don't know. I like, I mean, like John said, I felt like the movie went on kind of dragged a little bit, probably went on for a little too long. And I think that definitely could have been perhaps trimmed down, cut out, you know, I mean, a little bit. Two hours, 18 minutes is a long time for an action movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. And that's really all this. I think I will say all of the action scenes are remotely well done. And pretty all, all pretty good. You know, John Woo doesn't cut any corners with that. Uh, I think all the action is pretty much done with like stunt doubles or with the actual actors themselves. A uh, lot, lot to be said there, you know, with good choreography and stunt work. Uh, the shootouts are always pretty intense. I think the beginning shootout was actually pretty good. Uh, where they're kind of like standing on on the ground and then Nicolas Cage is like dual wielding two gold pistols and shooting everyone. It's crazy, but I'm still having a really good time with those action scenes. And I remember them. And, you know, and that, that's something to be said for the movie. The only problem with the movie, and I think it really just is the issue, is the shoelace plot connecting it all together. It really just kind of feels like out of convenience. This is kind of how they got there with like, oh, we have to trade faces like they had to find like a gimmick, like someone sat down when they were making this movie and said, what's a weird gimmick we can give this pretty cliche action movie. And someone said, why not have two actors trade faces just for the coincidence of the plot for this to all happen. And normally that's enough for me. And, you know, I'll have a good time. It is an action movie, so I'm not expecting a lot more. But at the same time, I kind of did. You know, especially when you have two actors of this caliber and not to say again, they didn't give good performances because I think they did. It's just the movie itself. I just found like just kind of nonsensical. And, you know, I have a good suspension of disbelief is one thing, but it kind of hurt my enjoyment of the movie. Uh, John, did it hurt your enjoyment at all? Some of just like the nonsense that was kind of happening with the plot. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was weird because like there was one point in the movie where I think I think when I looked, it was like halfway through the movie. And I thought that was going to be the end of the movie. And then I saw how much was left and I just was like, jeez. Right. But like the action scenes were really good. Yeah. I, they... Yeah, I think so. They're well done. Like even the boat chase, which it's stupid. It's still a cool boat chase. It's just, why are we still going on with this movie? I feel like it should be over at this point. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I thought that the idea of the entire movie was interesting, like the trading places. I thought that was that could they could have done so much more with it. Okay. Yeah, I, I felt that it was just kind of here's what's happening. Here's the plot. You know, this affects this. It affects this. See, but I kind of just... I like that perspective you kind of just gave on it because that's something I I guess I never really put that together too where. They had a cool idea with right. the idea of swapping faces, but they were so worried about the action scenes in the movie. I think they yeah. forgot to address the actual like face off part of face off, you know, the face swapping right. and maybe yep. it like had a little more fun with that actual experiment that they were trying to do in this movie. Yeah, because I started thinking about so many other ideas that they could have done, but it's just 
you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it really is just the nine, another nineties action film, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And there is some cool scenes, like even some of the ideas, like imagine like, you know, you swapped with someone like, again, it's such an unrealistic concept, even to that, that, that world in this movie where like, you know, uh, John Travolta's wife can't tell that that's Nicolas Cage. You know, she just knows it's him and she's like sleeping with him and like, yeah, he's acting different, but he has his face. Like clearly that's him. Like you're not think second guessing that idea. You could have had a lot more fun, like you said, maybe with that concept and that idea to do something different. Yeah, I mean, that would have absolutely like stood out more among, you know, the other 90s action films that came out around that time. It would have been like just set a totally different tone, I think. Right. And it's tough, too, because like the, the actual surgery doesn't take place till about like 40 minutes into the movie. So you already got a 40 minute action movie. That's mm-hmm. whatever. And then it, again, it, I guess maybe it just is like the whole setup of the movie. Maybe they should have just shown us like the son getting killed and then going out for revenge and doing it that way and setting up some other idea with the whole face offs. And I think it needed to be reconstructed a little bit. <laughs> no, no pun intended with you know, facially facial, reconstructed, yeah, facially reconstructed <laughs> script, reinstructed. Uh, it needed just it needed a little more time to cook in the oven because while the performances i think they are great i don't think they can just save this movie from being as kind of mediocre as it ultimately felt you know like you said it kind of feels like a missed opportunity uh, which i know sucks because there's a lot of really hardcore fans of this movie and you know i sympathize with you sure you love this movie i just have to say i don't think it's that great you know as far as other nicholas cage action movies i don't know how many often times i would go back to watch this one I, i don't see myself really going back too often to be honest with you but before we wrap up with our final scores, I think we're going to nominate our Real Cageous Moment Award. The Real Cageous Moment Award goes to the special moment that we feel is by far the cagiest. Now, you guys, there was a lot of uh, moments in this movie, uh, some really good dialogue between Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. But as I kind of hinted at earlier, I kind of went, but we even really discussed this beforehand like we normally do. This is the one I kind of just wanted to go in there because I think it really just is. Uh, The beginning of this movie, we see Nicolas Cage dressed up as a priest and he's in like a crowded area and he's like singing, swinging his arm and he goes behind a young girl. He smacks her ass and he just goes. In fact, I think it's fucking boring. But your voice makes even a hack like him seem like a genius. Makes like this face that goes at the camera. It's on par with the vampire's kiss face. Uh, you know, as far as you know, meme material, which it's it's become legendary at this point, but. That whole interaction, I just, I can't believe what I was watching. That, 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 that's, again, this is one of those things where Nicolas Cage is like, he's told to play a really crazy bad, bad guy. He said, okay, I'll do you one better. I'm going to play it instead of at a 10, I'm at a 500. And that's what this really felt like. It was insane to me. I, I don't know. How about you guys? How'd you feel about that scene? Because uh, that kind of introduced you to the main bad guy I, there. I felt so uncomfortable the whole time. Because <laughs> even as he's singing, he's dancing and doing like hip thrusts and groans. And then uh, the face he makes is just 
so uncomfy. I can't. I can't. And it, it does like a freeze frame on it, it too. Does. Even yeah, which is even worse. Um, and, there, and you just can't. And that's how you're starting the movie. And that's where I was instantly like, oh great, this is gonna be a fun, almost what three hours? Great. Yeah. I, I think this was the first time where I was really caught off guard by this cagiest <laughs> scene. Like every other scene, I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's Nicolas Cage. Right. But this one, I was like, what? But that, that just occurred, huh? It did. Oh. Yeah, no, I, but I, that's definitely the cages for me, too. Uh, yeah. All right. So before we wrap up even with that, the one thing I just want to ask. So as far as two actors in this movie, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, which actor you think had the hardest time acting? And which actor do you think had the easiest time acting? Uh, let's start, let me start with what I think and then we'll go around. So I think the, the actor that had the hardest job, I think actually ended up being Nicolas Cage to some extent for this movie. Uh, when you have to play someone that's just like kind of batshit crazy, like he did in the beginning, that's kind of easy, right? Does anyone kind of agree? Like you could just be like crazy and he's over the top and he's insane, but then you have to go from one dynamic to a completely different dynamic throughout the rest of the movie. Cause he has to be pretty much calm, relaxed and, not his really cagey self, because that's not John Travolta at all. And I think I got to give Nick Cage a lot more credit than I know Julie said, like, oh, you know, the performances were fine. I give him a lot more credit than I think I think he should be getting, honestly. I think he did a really good job capturing John Travolta's, like, mannerisms, the kind of the way he speaks. Even if it's just Nicolas Cage doing a John Travolta impression to some extent, I think it was a really good job. John Travolta, on the other hand, you know, he just got to play himself and then he just had to play like an insane guy throughout the rest of the movie, just saying one liners. And I think he had the easier job as far as acting in this movie. I thought he was more fun to watch though. For If you're talking about the bulk of the movie, I thought yeah. he was, cause he got to, you know, chew this, but like you said, it's the easier of the performances. It's always easy to be crazy. Yeah, I think so. How about you, Adam? What do you think of that? Do you think someone... I agree with that as well? Yeah. yeah. I think that uh, John Travolta often, he stole the show. Right. You know, he's definitely like the more entertaining person to watch. But yeah, no, I give it to Nicolas Cage for being able to uh, tone himself down. <laughs> now, would you have wanted to see the roles reversed? That's an interesting question. Hmm. Or do you think it was cast the right way? Do you think those were like the right characters for their roles? I do. I do. I, I think that it was cast the right way just because mm -hmm. it. I think it would have given us Nicolas Cage in like, you know, any other movie that he's in. <laughs> right. So I think, yeah, I think it was a little bit different for him. So I think that, yeah. I think, I think that worked out that way. How about you, John? What do you think of that? Do you think one was better than the other? Or? No, I completely agree with you, actually. I think it would be really interesting to see them reverse roles, but I don't know if it would be better per se. Yeah, I think John Travolta has like the more homely feel about him. Like he kind of like kind of seems like he'd be like an FBI agent who like loves his family and everything. And Nicolas Cage, I just could believe him being the well, what, what did he have in his brief in that thing? He had like um, chicklets. Chick he had like chicklets and the guns. What else was in there? I think some kind of drug, obviously like oh, coke. Yeah, and then like a bunch of pills and stuff like that. I could, ironically, I could see Nicholas Cage. Was iconic. I could see him requesting that on set every time. To be honest, if he was, we didn't talk. It's not a cagey moment. Sorry, um, oh, but yeah. the John Travolta face drag haunts his way I to shit. Hated that people. so much throughout <laughs> the whole movie. Why is that a family thing? And I want to iterate to you people people at home what this is as julie's doing it and if you're listening to this you can't really see it but for some reason in the john travolta household they like to put their hands on each other's faces and then just wipe their hand down their face and they do it so many times 
that it's just obnoxious. Just I, I don't know why they thought that was good. Is it because oh, it's face off? Is that is that what it was supposed to be? Or like... The worst part, which is like it's mostly John Travolta's character doing it, but then at the end, I guess spoiler alert, because Nick Cage dies, his character dies, but he had a son. And, you know, the son's mother was also killed, so they decide to adopt him. But not really. He just brings the kid goes, what do you think? Should we keep him? And then the daughter runs up to him, and she's like, down his face. <laughs> and it's like, yay, I'm part of the family. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. And I guess maybe that is kind of what this movie is. It's just incredibly stupid. But if you like action, you know, there's something here for you. Uh, if you're a fan of John Woo, I think you'll continue to be a fan of John Woo if you watch this movie. It has his famous dub scene. If you're looking for it, it's in every single one of his action movies where dubs happen to fly across the screen for no apparent reason. I guess they look majestic. It's It's symbolism. It's lost beyond me, but I think we're at that point where we're going to give our final scores. I'm going to give Face Off a 6 out of 10. Once we kidnap Super Cop, then what? Tiny surgery. I'd like to take his, his face off. Excuse me, I have to use the little boy's wee-wee room. It's not the greatest movie. It's not terrible. I think Face Off, it could have been a lot more. I think Adam kind of really sold that for me, too, even just in retrospect thinking about it. Like, it's a missed opportunity. Face Off could have just been so much more than just that cliche late 90s action movie. It could have had kind of more interpersonal drama. And there's just something there that that was missed. But instead of giving us the drama, they decided to throw a bunch of really well-executed action scenes into the movie. But unfortunately, that just doesn't make up for the poor plot, uh, overly bloated runtime of this movie, which could have chopped off a good, honestly, an hour probably out of this movie and still had the same result. Uh, Face Off, it, again, it kind of lives on in infamy just because Nicolas Cage plays John Travolta and vice versa. And just for that, I think it's a fun time and I think you should watch it. I think it's, you know, you'll have a good time. If anything, you'll just really enjoy the meme face in the beginning from Nicolas Cage, which again comes highly recommended and disturbing. Uh, John, how about you? Where do you stand with this one? Oh, the sad part is I agree wholeheartedly with you. Actually, I give it a six too. Thank you. For what? You are so fucking pathetic. I feel like it wasn't, definitely wasn't the worst Nick Cage movie, but definitely people should check it out just to see what it was all about. But like, I felt like the movie definitely was way too long. Definitely could have been shorter, but I feel like Nick Cage and that they reversed their roles very well. I thought it was very good. Yeah, I think the acting does speak to something there. And I think, again, it's good to see two like really good actors kind of play off each other and just kind of have a good time, which was kind of part of this movie, too. I think, you know, we shouldn't forget either. It is a popcorn action movie for a reason, but we did get some pretty good performances out of it. Adam, how about you? Where do you stand with this one? I agree with both of you. I give it a six out of ten as well. Isn't this religious? Ah. ah, yes. The eternal battle between good and evil, saint and sinner. But you're still not having any fun! 
I just think that the, mo- the movie leaves a lot to be desired, but uh, yeah. it, it is definitely worth it to see both John Travolta and Nicolas Cage's uh, performances alone. Yeah, I mean, um, it, again, it stands up, I think, and I see, I do see why this movie has so many crazy fans for it, right? Because it just, I, yeah, is that insane? I'll give it to it. <laughs> it is that insane. But I think it's good. I think again, a really good action movie. How about you, Julie? Where do you stand with this one? I am going to give Face Off. Unfortunately, I guess a six out of 10. It wasn't my favorite, but I I can't score it the same as Vampire's Kiss. I just can't do that in good conscience. I, I would prefer to watch Vampire's Kiss over this, so maybe we'll... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll duke it out at some point in this little bracket thing. But it, the performances were fun. It's, you know, especially for the time, they're two powerhouse actors back in the 90s. So that's an enjoyable part of this movie. The action's cool. It's just way too long. And the plot's way too convoluted. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. I, can, I think those are just some of the things that really hold this movie back from, you know, just standing the test of time just a little bit better. Uh, but again, you know, the idea is really unique. We've never really seen it done before. I did hear at one point they kind of considered doing this again, the whole face-off plot. Uh, how you could make that work now, I, I don't really know. But hey, you know, we, we've seen crazier things happen. But again, Nick Cage is legendary for this movie. There's a reason we're talking about it. But we'll see how it goes up. It's going to go up against something uh, a very Again, a very different kind of movie uh, adaptation, which we'll see when we get to the Real Bracket videos. So thank you all again so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. That's John, Adam, and Julie. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. We'll catch you next time. If you guys like what you've seen here today, consider giving this video a like and leaving your thoughts in the comments below. If you want to stay up to date with everything Real Movie Guys related, make sure to hit that subscribe button and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget all you audio listeners at home, we are available on many podcasting platforms. Just search The Real Movie Guys, you should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time.